Blog Talk Radio. Listening to the call Fans going crazy for the boys of fall Hey everybody, welcome to the fifth quarter with Coach Johnson I'm your host Dave Johnson Glad to be on here tonight, a little bit hoarse, sort of <clears throat> Coming down with the croup, I think, it's weather and uh, Changing here in East Tennessee and uh, all the wind and the rain, so bear with me. But uh, got a lot to talk about tonight: some college football, some pros football, and, uh, some women's football as well. And a couple announcements to to make here in just a few minutes. And uh, uh, what a what a good weekend for for uh, <coughs> college football. You know the. Uh, I still say that Ohio State's the best team in the in the country. Uh, really, first time all year they've been challenged uh, by Wisconsin. Uh, I didn't get to see any of it, but I was hoping Wisconsin would win that game. Um, LSU uh, dominated uh, that that game. Uh, all the games that were played on Saturday. Uh, the ones I picked, I, I picked every every winner uh, to win, and they and they won. Um, LSU, um, they're 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 really good. That quarterback's playing unbelievable. That uh, Ed Orgeron, he uh, he's in he's a Cajun, and I love to hear that guy talk. I spent a lot of time in Louisiana down there with the with the Boudreaux and stuff and we worked down there for two or three years and he's uh he fits right in and I love to hear that guy talk. Uh they really got a good football team. Um you know one thing since the college uh bowl series has been going on, playoff series, whatever you want to call it, college football playoffs, um the number one team has never won the championship. Um uh, so you know, this is also is the first year that uh, Alabama or Clemson won since it started is not ranked number one. Um, the second time that uh, since Alabama's not in, there was one other year that Clemson wasn't in. So most of the time, they're Clemson or Alabama is uh, one of them's usually number one. So. Each time they won it, they weren't the number one seed. One stat about LSU, though, is they've got three national championships. All three have come, uh, which they ended the season as the number one seed, 
Also, the three teams that they beat for those championships was Oklahoma, Ohio State, and Clemson. How ironic is that? So, you know, what stat are you going to, you know, which theory are you going to go with that the number one seed can't win or, or you know, just the number one seed? Uh, every year they've been number one seed, they've won the national championship uh, and beat the three teams that are left in the playoff uh, playoffs for college football. So that's going to be <clears throat> going to be a good good uh, playoff little playoff. Worcester was more teams, but there's not. Um, I actually think Clemson and uh, Ohio State's going to be a really really good game. Um, Oklahoma. I heard somebody today pick Oklahoma uh, to beat LSU. Um, I just I just don't think Oklahoma has seen the kind of defense that LSU's got. Now we know Jalen Hurts is sort of familiar with LSU because he played at Alabama, uh, so that you know that in fact is uh, he's familiar with that. But I don't. I mean, they got a good team. Don't get me wrong. Oklahoma does. They got a really good team, <clears throat> but I don't think that. I'm just not sure their their uh, defense can can stop LSU, and I'm not sure that uh, their offense can put up as many points as they need to 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 beat LSU. Um, man, at a, at Ohio State Clemson game, it should be a barn burner. Uh, Clemson has hit stride, and I mean, you know, they were trying to embarrass Virginia the other night. They were flea double reverse flea flickering and everything, trying to score and Late in the game, they were still bombing it. Um, I think he's trying to prove a point. Not sure why, but they were trying to prove a point. Um, so, you know, that's going to be that's going to be a really, really good game. I know uh, Clemson for sure has not faced a team as good as Ohio State, and uh, Ohio State has played some pretty tough teams and. Like I said, even Wisconsin played them really tough there on Saturday. So um, you know, there's it's gonna be it's gonna be a good series. There's a lot of bowl games, a lot of good matchups in that. You know, I seen well, Jennifer told me that Alabama's playing Michigan. Um, forget who she said Georgia was playing. Somebody Baylor. Georgia's playing Baylor, I believe. Uh, that'll be a really, really good, good game, I believe. You know, I I, I watched uh, part of that Baylor Oklahoma game. Uh, that's the second time I think Baylor has had Oklahoma on the ropes and and let them off. Uh, so I'm not sure. I'm just not sold on Oklahoma being that good. Even though I mean, the way things uh, turned out, I, I'm I think they deserve to be there. Don't get me wrong by the way it played out. I just don't think that they're the caliber that the other three teams are. And, um, you know, it's unfortunate that, you know, they got a, a loss. I'd like to see uh, four unbeatens play for it. But it is what it is. Um, like I said, I, 
I heard today maybe there's 40 or 41 bowl games. That's that's a lot of games, man. That's a that's a ton of games. So I'm I'm looking forward to it. Heard a lot of coaching uh, changeups. The coach from uh, Memphis is going to Florida State. Um, coach from App State, I forget where they said he was going to. Uh, App State did really good this year. They're going should land a should have landed a good bowl game. Not sure. I haven't got the list in front of me. I will have hopefully by next week. Um, see what we can talk about all them. But uh, there's there's a lot of coaching uh, change ups and uh, just wondering where Urban Meyer uh, might wind up. Uh, last week I had a caller in the question. They sent me a message that they thought it, he was the front runner for the uh, Cowboys job. So who knows? Uh, he. He's he's a good coach though. I I will say that he he would definitely be on my list if I was if I was hunting a coach in that caliber uh, of league or <clears throat> or in college football either. So I like that guy. I mean, I don't like him. I like the way he does things. I like his coaching philosophy and and uh, you know the way he he gets it done. He gets those Big Ten teams to play like SEC teams. Uh, they play good defense, run the ball, uh, control the clock, always got a, a good, efficient quarterback uh, running his system and uh, usually got a good kicker. You know, that, that's another thing. I look at, uh, you know, all these games and, and what about all these kickers missing, I think, what did Baylor miss? A field goal and two extra points maybe the other day. I mean, it's just absurd that these these guys are, you know, no more accurate than what they are. I just, you know, for the life of me, can't figure that out. But, uh, you know, that's that's one thing that, that haunted Alabama. It seems like they've never had a really good kicker. Uh, don't understand why. I guess they spend all them five-star recruits on, you know, the players and, or scholarships on five-star recruits. I mean, I just, you know, for the life of me, I can't figure it out that they've, uh, they're always, you know, in those LSU games and Auburn and against those teams here in a close, tight game. Seems like you'd want to have a, have a good kicker. So, not sure, not sure why they never do. Like I said, I guess they probably depend on a walk-on or something like that to to uh, take, you know, not take up space for one of those five-star recruits they have down there. Um, but you know, I heard I heard that uh, you know Baylor was talking that uh, they didn't even have a five-star recruit on their team and. You know, they got um, Oklahoma had several on theirs. That guy there uh, for Baylor has did a good job. Uh, you know, that that's, that's how you know you got some uh, good coaches and uh, position coaches and stuff on your staff is you're getting these three-star recruits, four-star recruits, and you're coaching them up, and, and they're playing as good as five-star recruits. And, that's a sign of a, a good coach, a good program. He's, um, 
you know, I seen him on the sideline the other day, sort of. He got some fire in his hide. Uh, I like it. Um, I really, I really like it. I like that style of coaching and, you know, these, uh, I'm not, I don't like this laid back kind of stuff, but he, he definitely got that team uh, playing, playing really well. And that should be a, a good game between them and Georgia. That, that might be a, a really, really good matchup as well. So, um, look, looking forward to it. I mean, I, I, it's time of year where I like, I get excited about football, these playoffs, and even NFL coming down to the nitty gritty where they got three regular season games left and, um, toward the playoff start. Uh, so there's a, there's a lot to be, a lot to be played for yet in college and, well, not so much in, uh, college just the playoffs or the you know those bowl games but in the pros they got a lot to to still play for so uh, maybe I can get that bowl schedule next week and talk about some of those matchups or all of them and see how many uh, we might try to uh, might try to get the girls and do another uh, pick them bowl game pick them for fundraiser it's usually a pretty pretty fun deal if you can get some people in on it and uh somebody can make make a little money by winning that thing it's always fun to keep up with sort of get you involved in all the games not knowing really who the teams are or, or what some of them you just have to take a guess it's a 50 50 you know guess when you when you just pick teams you never even Seen player a lot of times never even heard of, you know, and that's uh, that's sort of always fun for me. Like this weekend, uh, some of those games I picked, I'd never even seen the teams play. I just, you know, sort of took a stab at it. So it'll be fun. Maybe we can get something going by then. So then we, <clears throat> excuse me, move over to the NFL, and you know, there's a. a a lot of people talking about the Patriots. They've lost three, I think, out of their last four or five games. Uh, I, I said it from I'm Bill Belichick. I think the greatest coach ever, uh, no doubt about it. The guy takes less and gets more out of every year. But I'm going to tell you something. Tom Brady did not look good in the Super Bowl last year, nor has he looked good in any game this year. Uh, you know, and they can say what they want. Uh, he He's had opportunities to make throws and has uh, Now, that don't mean they still can't win. That don't mean they still won't win. I don't know. I'm just saying that everybody's, you know, writing them off. And, you know, they they lost, like I said, either three or out of the last four or out of the last five. Um, and they're, you know, they got beat, but all the teams right now that have beaten them are winning their division. So, you know, they're, they're, it ain't like they're not, they got beat by a bunch of scrubs. I mean, the teams that beat them are respectably winning their uh, division right now. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't just write them off yet. Although I'm, I'm not, I'm not sold too much this year. I, I think Tom Brady's, um, you know, 
probably should have retired last year. I, I thought he for sure looked terrible in the uh, um, in the Super Bowl. I didn't think he looked good then. <clears throat> but <clears throat> you know it is Tom Brady. <clears throat> it's like Peyton Manning when he was in you know nearing his career, uh, ending his career. He he didn't play that well early and then come back and played good enough to win that Super Bowl and you know probably could have played somewhere for another year or two. But he he uh, I think he did the smart thing. Even though I know a lot of fans and my wife being one of them uh, wouldn't think so, but. Uh, you know, I, I think once those guys are so, you know, I know that I heard people say there's nothing Tom Brady could do to hurt his legacy and all that. Maybe not, but I'm going to tell you this. Um, Tom Tom Brady's always been good. I just, you know, he he's always had the best coach around. They've always surrounded him with good players, not just, you know, a lot of teams struggle to get one good running back that, New England's usually got a bunch of good running backs. Uh, for the last several years, they've had the best tight end, um, had the best slot receiver. They've usually had a couple of uh, good wide receivers, maybe some no names, but they were good. Uh, this year, they struggled for receivers to step up. Uh, these teams double uh, double team Edelman makes it tough for him to get the ball. They they lost Gronkowski tied in, uh, nobody's replaced him, and Tom's struggling. I mean, no ifs, ands, or buts. You know, I, I don't know that uh, he wants to play these 45. It might be he might be playing somewhere else or or standing there holding a the clipboard like Eli Manning been doing. Uh, it's just my opinion because I just don't think that he's played that well. Um, and you know that uh, the Chiefs, which team just beat them, uh, man, they got that Mahomes. And I'm telling you, that guy, he's unreal. Um, I had to take, you know, I, here here's the thing I like about Mahomes is is when he moves, he, he's way more dangerous than he is standing in the pockets like Lamar. Uh, what's his name for, uh, for the Ravens? He's he's the same way. I think he he's way more uh, accurate when he's in the on the move or out of the pocket than he is by just standing in the pocket. They want to make these guys um, pocket passers, and I don't think they are. When what well, it was, I think first or second game this year, maybe a few more after that. Mahomes was playing, and uh, they started the game, and they were moving him around, and he was throwing it. It was the game he got hurt in. So they were moving it around, uh, moving him around, throwing that ball everywhere. And then in the second half, they started trying to stand him back there. I, I just don't think that's that's his game or or Lavar's game. Uh, those guys are unreal. Both of them are really, really good. Um, those two teams beat the Patriots. So, you know, the Patriots are having a hard time, even though New England might have the best defense they've had in years and years and years. They, they're they having a hard time. Their offense is keeping up, you know, with any kind of scoring. They ain't had nobody to step up. Um, it's, it's, not been, it's not been good offensively. And I mean, I know there's a 
lot of people not you know not uh, upset over situation but uh, you know it, it's it's not good I, I can say that now and I say it's not good and then they're still 10 and 3 uh, you know that that's amazing that <clears throat> we're all talking about how bad New England is and they're 10 and 3 you know with, with Cincinnati coming up this weekend so um I just know this, when you get down to this time of year, uh, into the last three or four games, people fighting for these playoff spots and uh, all that, then you get uh, um, you get these, are, uh, I say three and ten, or ten and three is what I meant to say. I didn't mean to say ten, and, I meant to say ten and three. Uh, that's, what, that's what I'm saying, that. We're talking about them like they're, like they're three and ten, and they're ten and three. Um, but you know, there's there's uh, there's a lot to be said by by these teams. Uh, you know, for mate winning all these games early, and you know, coming down the stretch. I mean, you, like I said, their three losses are by three division leaders. And that that's saying a lot, you know. And, I, and listen, I'm I'm a huge Belichick fan. I I love the way they run that organization. He they, he tells them, uh, you know, what players they need. They go get them. They got a bunch of a lot of no name guys. They make uh, players out of them, and I love it. Uh, you know, he he's in charge, and if they don't like it, they go somewhere else. They don't pay guys early. Um, you know, I heard out of all the sports teams in basketball, football, and baseball that they're the only one that turns a real profit. So, you know, just off their team, and, and that's an amazing step. I wouldn't count them out just yet, even though I think they're um, – they would – if they were the number – if as of right now, they're the number two seed. So, um they would they would host somebody, uh, but they wouldn't host throughout. So uh, it's going to be interesting. I'll say that. I hope uh, uh, Brady better get it together because he he's not looked good at all. Um, and that's very rare that you can say that. I've seen sit and watched him, you know, complete twenty six balls in a row. And the other day he was like ten for thirty or something. I mean, it was horrendous. So. Uh, had a chance at the end of the game to tie the game and uh, got pressured and threw off his back foot to Edelman and the guy on defense made a great play. So um, it, it's going to be it's going to be great to the end. And like I said, I do know they play Cincinnati this week because they were already on him about on the Cincinnati because last time the Chiefs beat him up. That's what he said, and then they uh, went on to win the Super Bowl. So. Man, you just can't count that guy out. I mean, <clears throat> I like Belichick way more than I do Brady, and I just don't, uh, you know, he he's going to come up with something. I know those three quarterbacks, Sean Watson and uh, LeVar for Baltimore and Mahomes from Kansas City, they're all mobile and move around. Uh, they're going to have to play those guys again somewhere, all of them, some way. Uh, to make it, and I just feel like that 
he'll come up with something to uh, to get them. So the problem is when you get on that NFC side of that bracket, woo, man, they got some stout, stout teams out there. Uh, I mean, you take 49ers, you know, they get beat, what, week four last by Seattle. Then they go into New Orleans this week and win, and then all of a sudden the Rams go, or uh, Seattle goes to the Rams and get beat. I mean, it's just crazy the way way all that's shaping up. Green Bay seems to be, you know, finding a running game. you got to figure that that's going to help Aaron Rodgers. They said he played terrible, and they still won. That don't happen uh, very often. And uh, I just, you know what, this is one of the first times in a long time I've really been excited about watching the NFL playoffs because, all these teams are pretty good. You know, you look at uh, who they're, who's winning, who ain't. And I know Miss BJ don't want to hear it, but what about the Titans? I mean, the game we were at, they come from behind and, and uh, beat the Chiefs. You know, Chiefs just went and beat the Patriots. Uh, uh, Tannehill, man, what a job he did. You know, I said I can't say enough when we went to the preseason game between New uh, New England and Tennessee. I thought he looked better than uh, Mariota then. So um, I, who knows, but I know he's like 5-1 and one or 4-1 and one since he took over as quarterback. Um, you know, they're, they're playing good. They're not even in right now. That's how, how tough things are. Is they're not even in, so they're still in the hunt, but uh, they're, they've got a chance, no no doubt about it. They've they've got a chance um, to make it. Uh, they got a really good running game. We watched part of that game at the end after practice the other day, and uh, man, there ain't nobody wants to tackle that Derrick Henry guy. He gets rolling. They just sort of roll up out of his way. That guy's that guy's unreal. Uh, he he's big and strong. Um, he was sort of injured, though, I think. Had a hamstring maybe pulled. Um, but there's, there's a lot of lot of good teams in the, on both sides of that uh, NFC and AFC. And I think that, you know, this year is going to come down to uh, be more um, better parity than, than we've seen in a long, long time. Um, you got the Steelers. They're 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 back in the hunt. What that guy's name, Dutch Hodges, maybe. Uh that guy's playing playing really good. Their defense is uh playing good. They'll still have to probably play the Ravens again to uh to make it to the playoffs, I believe. I think I seen they were they were in the hunt with with Tennessee, maybe, um, you know. So it's it's going to be uh, it's going to be tough to to get in the AFC uh, playoffs, and then you go to the NFC, and you got three divisions that are really tough. And then you go to Mike Cowboys, and they're 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 tied with Philadelphia with leading the division at six and seven. I mean, what's up with that crap? You know, Philadelphia had to come from behind and win in overtime last night to beat the Giants. 
I heard them say if they win out, they'll win that division. I just, I don't know. It's just crazy how how those things work, seem to work out like that. But, um, you know, what, what was it, two, two or three years ago, I spent more than that. Several years ago, Seattle hosted uh, a playoff game with a record of seven and nine. Uh, and I think actually, well, they hosted New Orleans, yeah, and then shocked them and won, and then went on to play a second round. You know, that's that's crazy. New Orleans had a what like a thirteen and three record, and uh, Seattle was like seven and nine, and uh, they hosted hosted them. I, that's that's crazy. There's there's something wrong with that picture, you know. I. I can't understand that why they I know these divisions you put a lot into these divisions. That's that's just terrible for the game, you know. That's just no way that that, that should happen in in my opinion. So um that's gonna be uh, some really really tough uh games if you get in that. I mean, besides Dallas or Philadelphia, everybody else in there is going to have a, a really good record. I mean, like I said last week, you got Green Bay's in, Minnesota's, um, they're what, the first wild card seed, Chicago's playing their way back in, uh, and you got uh, the 49ers leading Seattle, what would be uh, a wild card as well. I mean, you got two of the best teams in Minnesota and Seattle in in the dang wild card spots right now. <clears throat> Both of which got a good running game and a good passing game and a pretty good defense. So, man, that's going to be a uh, tough, tough sled. And even if the Cowboys host the game, they're going to have to really, really get after it. Man, uh, New Orleans, what are they? They're the, what would they be the second or third seed? So it would be them or Green Bay for the second or third seed. Right now, 49ers the one, and uh, Seattle beat Minnesota. So Seattle will be the fifth seed, and Minnesota will be the sixth seed. And Dallas, I guess, would be, well, them and Philly's tied for, for that fourth seed. So that'll be some that'll be some good matchups, you know, some tough games right there. But uh, the... Dallas would host, as it stood right now, Dallas would host Seattle, and uh, Green Bay would host Minnesota. So, man, you talk about some good matchups. That's going to be some good football there. Uh, But it's still three or four weeks away. they got three regular season games left, and then they uh, start the playoffs. So, we'll... We'll definitely see what's going to happen. Uh, it's going to be definitely going to be fun. I'm looking forward to it. So be uh, be watching it this weekend. Ain't got a lot going on. So anyway, that's about all I know on the uh, on those two the college and NFL. But on to the announcements. Uh, you know. Three years ago in 2017, um, we, me and Jennifer, took over the USWFL. Um, never was in our 
goals or dreams or anything of that nature uh, to own a league, not not whatsoever. Um, never had even thought about it, you know, with, with all the work and stuff it does uh, that you have to do for a team. Um, you know, we were we were playing in 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 it that year and um several several teams had come in late and changes had been made to the schedules and they hadn't got um hadn't got out and different people still had different schedules and it was tough to say the least it was tough and people was trying to you know scramble around calling each other and make sure who played who and you know, for a long time, everybody just sort of got together and made it work. And, uh, you know, one night I was talking to the owner at that time. She called me on the phone. She called me about two weeks, I'd say about a week before. I don't know if we could host the championship after, you know, somebody else was supposed to host it. And uh, she he said she hadn't did her homework. She said he hadn't did his homework. I don't know, uh, but you know we got back to her that we could. And uh, less than a week later, she calls me and offers me the league. And you know at that time I I felt like it. Um, I didn't even I didn't even call Jennifer when I told her we'd take it. I just told her we'd take it. I was out of town and uh, called Jennifer and told her we'd you know, purchased the league. Uh, at that time, I felt like it was the only way for, you know, for us to keep playing and the other teams to keep playing and hold their schedules and, and all that. And, you know, within within a month, month or five weeks' time, we, uh, we took over and, and made all the playoffs and stuff happen. We ended up having... Uh, the two championship games, had the all-star game after hosted it, and it was great. Um, you know, and of course, everybody, you know, is happy at that time. Uh, you know, they they want you, <clears throat> everybody wants you to do things, as they say, right, get schedules out there, you know, have rules in place, and this, that, and the other. Well, we did, and then, you know, before long, as long as, people are winning they're happy um, and once they're not winning or you got a better team than them they're not happy and you know then all of a sudden those rules don't seem to apply to them and you're making it up here and there and uh, you know it's just been tough it's it really has it's been a it's been tough on both of us um, you know juggling between the league and the team and uh what to do and this that and other and uh can't depend on any of these teams. They tell you they're in to last minute, they bail out. Uh you know, they play a play one game, bail out, play one game, start showing up with eight. Um, really it's just pathetic and it and it ain't only just pathetic, it's man, it's stressful. And, you know, here you are trying to worry about a team and you got ten teams to worry about and if they're going to play and you know somebody tells you they got 35 players and then come to find out they only got about 20 and, and then they're mad because they're 
told you they had 35 and they're playing in a higher division than they should. They can't hardly ever get enough to play. With all that being said, uh, we we have sold the sold the league and uh, got out from under. You know the stressfulness of that. Um, the new owner, uh, we're going to be, I guess, Jennifer is or may have already. I don't, I'm not sure. Had a press release on it, but uh, she's going to if she has it. And uh, the new owner is going to definitely, you know, try to keep keep it together. Try to keep it going. Uh, really be team team friendly. He does not have a a team or anything in the league. He just wants to be an owner. He's a former businessman. Uh, thinks he can, you know, do it, do it right and, uh, you know, help help get it back to, <clears throat> I can say, <clears throat> where it was because when we took it over, it wasn't much, but he thinks he can make it a competitive league. And I, I hope so. I, I'm happy, you know, for him. Um, I'm happy that I'm out from under it, to say the least. Um, this is so stressful, man. I mean, you know, this past two or three years has, has been unreal. I, I never dreamed that it would be so much work and, uh, you know, have so much people bearing down on you. Every single person wants things their way. And you try to do the right thing. The right thing. You can't make any of them happy. Uh, we talked about it. Talked about it. Uh, this guy approached us, so so we we let it go. Um, so I'm hoping that they uh, can keep the teams they have still play this year. Um, that's what I'm I'm hoping. Keep it going. Build it. You know, build it up for to be a good good league. Uh, you know, there don't have to be. I've said it a blue million times. I told a girl today, you don't have to have sixty or seventy teams to have a good league. Now, don't get me wrong. You got sixty or seventy teams. You got a good league. That don't mean all your teams are good. And you know, I've said it. Said it. You just need good teams to make your league good. And you know, all these leagues out there have bad teams, and, and I'm sure they all have good teams as well. But, you know, there's not just necessarily, uh, you know, a criteria for for having a league. So um, that's that's one announcement uh, I have to make. And the other is we started this team. This will be actually – to be our seventh year, but we've only played six because we started it a year before we got to play uh, from a new organization. Jimford played one year somewhere else and uh, decided that, you know, she's either not going to play or we're going to have to start a team just for the simple reason uh, of the way the non-seriousness and, you know, things of that nature. So for one solid year, we just started recruiting and uh, working and, and all that. And uh, so this, we have played five, five full years. And uh, this would have been our sixth year. Um, 
you know, again, it wasn't it wasn't easy at all. It's it's been a tough decision. We've we've talked about it over over the you know, the past year or two, um with with all the stress that the team and the league put you know, put on us and and all the uh, work that you know, we still both got jobs seem to be working more than ever and uh you know, it's just become more than one person and and that being when I say one person that means her doing all the paperwork and all the emails and and all that and this league stuff and first one thing another it just you know come time and and we have also uh sold the team as well so uh the new owners of it are uh Caitlin Cox Junior Gimbelsberger uh Amanda Harvey Jessica Tweed, Mashavia March, Arsh, sorry, and Lydia Qualls. That is six players from the Thunder. They have taken it over. Um, it officially uh, was taken over this past Sunday. Um, like I said, it's, it's been tough for us, uh, you know, to make this decision. It's not one that that we just made overnight. It's something we've been talking about forever. Um, Jennifer just, you know, if she, if she wants to, she just wants to play. That's all really she ever wanted to do. But, you know, when there's just so many, so many, I see them all the time. They're a dime a dozen. So many teams that just want to go through the motions. And, you know, going through the motions, when you want to win, don't cut it. You know, uh, I can't I can't tell you enough. And you know, some of these girls I know get tired of hearing me say it over and over and again. But I'm gonna tell you something. You don't want to practice. Guess what? The teams that you're gonna play, they are practicing. Uh, if they're serious, the days you're not practicing, they'll be practicing. And I don't know how people think they're gonna beat them. I mean, you got to outwork people. You got to out practice them. You got to out tough them. You got to be serious about it. You take days off, they're not. And you know it's it's hard to find those caliber teams just to play on. Uh, <clears throat> now there is several, <clears throat> but not within traveling range uh, around here. So you know it it, it just become time. I mean it, it's been emotional for both of us. You know you don't. I've always been one. I, I mean, every everything I've ever been at, I've succeeded. And, you know, we took this team from ground zero, from scratch. I mean, we had six or seven players for the longest time. Played the whole first year with 13 or 14. You know, uh, five years of of actual playing. We played 44 games, won 34 of those and won two championships and you know everything I've ever set out to do I've I put all my heart and soul in and, and uh bared down on it and did whatever it took. And you know, you get used to those things. It's hard it's hard to go back to uh, you know, just going through the motions. You know, when 
when going to somewhere to be seen is more important than, than winning a football game or practicing, you know. The days that uh, the football games are won on the practice days, you play on game day. But all the hard work you put in before is when you win these games. Now, I'm going to tell you something. I've said it on here, and I said it on here, and I said it on here. Larry Bird used to shoot two or three hundred shots every day. And when he, you know, he admitted when the Lakers took him over and they hated one another that Magic Johnson was better because he finally ran up on somebody that shot a hundred more than he shot every day. And I'm going to tell you, everybody wants to talk about, you know, you get these seasoned players and and they do get some knowledge and this, that, and the other. Well, the first thing I'm going to tell you is don't get complacent because there might be a lot of teams that do. There'll be a lot of teams that aren't. And you think you're good enough not to practice? You better think again. And I don't care who you are. I don't care if you're the Texas Elite, if you're the D.C. Davis, or if you're the Tri-Cities Thunder. I don't care who you are. If you think you're good enough, you don't need to be practicing. You better think again. And if you want to win football games, you better be thinking way more than that, that how I can make more practice instead of practicing less. And I'm just telling you, I don't care who it is. If if you want to win, you know, they ask us. I refer back to Bill Check again. You know, you, they ask them, you know, on the they don't take days off. You know, their Fridays are, they're rougher and all that, you know, and everybody's, everybody's like, right now, now, you know, giving them craps. Like when the coach went to Detroit, you know, he's making them, Lord, he's making those guys practice outside that make millions of dollars, even though they play inside. I mean, it was like the worst thing you ever heard of in your life. And I'm like, really? I mean, they're terrible. You know, they're regular. Their record's bad this year. They lost to start quarterback. <clears throat> but they win because they work at it. They win because Bill Belichick refuses to lose. He refuses to get these um, high-priced players that want to be out there to talk about me, 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 pay me, 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 and all that. Uh, you know, him and him uh, with the New England Patriots and the Dallas Cowboys are two plum different, you know, same league, two different styles. Jerry Jones, he wants to run a whole, run the show, do everything, pay all these players great big money. And what do you got? What what do you have? I mean, really, I'd like for anybody, and I'll challenge anybody that that you you call me right now and tell me. When the highest paid, when the last time that the highest paid player in the NFL won a Super Bowl, somebody please call me right now six five seven three eight three one zero two zero. I'd love to know because most of the time it don't happen. So why are you paying all these guys if they can't win your Super Bowl? I don't, I don't get it. That's the difference in New England. And the difference in Dallas, Jerry Jones runs the show. Jason Garrett and them are just puppets on a string. When it goes great, 
everything's great. When it goes bad, he's on them throwing them under the bus when they're doing exactly what he wanted. Bill Belichick, he's going to take the blame for the losses. He's going to give the players the win, the credit for the win. Robert Kraft going to sit up there and do what he does. Now, you tell me, what kind of organization do you want to have? What kind of organization do you want to be a part of? You want to be a part of a own an organization like New England, or do you want to be the laughing stock and be like the Dallas Cowboys? You know, you, you, people don't think about that stuff. <clears throat> so, you know, that's that's why they win is they work at it. They work, they work, they work. I know it's tough, it's tough and. And women's football, I've, I've uh, you know, for the life of me, struggled with uh, trying to get more practices in for some of these girls. I mean, you just think of this. We went to play in Titan Stadium, and uh, there was some of those girls had only been in action, <clears throat> live action one time. I mean, one time. Uh I mean, how much how much football could they grasp or know at one time? It's it's crazy when you think about it that way. It's it's absurd, really. And you know the way that they uh, uh, respond and stuff like that. So you know you better you better like to you better like to practice and and as. Uh, World champion Gaffrowpert said, "If you like to win, you better love to practice." And uh, I've, I've adopted that motto, and I'm a I'm a firm believer in it. And if you're gonna if you're gonna win, you better want to practice. You better figure out how to practice more, uh, not less. And that's um, that's what's gonna carry you. That's what's uh, you know help make us successful over the last five years. Um, and we've been, you know, something we can be proud of. Uh, we've taken, you know, in those five years, we've never had uh, the same quarterback back-to-back years. Never. Now, we've had same quarterback, but not back-to-back years. And even this year, they'll be playing – uh, without they'll be playing with the quarterback from a couple of years ago, but she's not the same quarterback from last year, at least not for now. So, you know that's that's a lot to be uh, to be said, you know, and that's that shows you how much hard work and somebody like myself, you know, I ain't saying I'm great or anything, but <clears throat> holding these girls foot to the fire about being committed. And, dedicated and how how special uh practice is you know i know there's a few girls on this team that would practice every day you know and there's few that think they can just make it every now and again and, and they're good to go and you know that's that's never going to be that's always going to be a problem i think everybody every team you know experiences that but i think there's so many that uh, so many that you know they got so many players 
that it may not show up like it does like it does here and or in the smaller in the smaller teams. So that's uh, that's one thing I can, you know, attribute to a lot of our success too is all the players uh that we've had over the years and and it's not been a bunch. No if ands or buts. I'm not gonna try to blow smoke up anybody's butt. <clears throat> they probably got <clears throat> more team more players on that team right now than than ever before, at least to start with. But the players we've had over the years, what stayed has has, you know, took and adopted, you know, this policy of, you know, practicing and coming and uh giving everything they got. And, you know, that's that's why the the success. Um, I just been the you know the one to have to bear down on them to uh, to hold their foot to the fire to do that you know and somebody has to be that person you know and that's I I, I believe that's why Belichick has won so many games you know he he's that person and you know he's he's that person that you know one one superstar coming in here to you know, to talk about how good they are and how much money they need to be paid. He he's not gonna let that happen. Him and Robert Kraft are not gonna be made uh, you know, everybody that goes there is a model player for for a reason. If you go there and can't can't make it, that means you're probably not gonna survive anywhere else much. So that's uh that's why uh, you know, the players like I said, they get the credit for, you know, for the success we've we've had here and uh, for the work that they put in and for believing in, you know, what I told them and what I, you know, got them, got them to believe, you know, that, hey, here's what it takes to win. And, uh, you know, we did it. And so it's it's been – it's been a tough decision for us. Uh, it's just one that it's just time, you know. It's, it's just time. I don't know, uh, you know, what the what what next tomorrow brings for us, but this this time it was just time to to move forward and, and do it and give somebody else an opportunity to uh, take it and make something of it. And a lot of those girls. A lot of those six girls have young kids, girls, uh, you know, that maybe want to play, nieces, uh, you know, just a lot of people. Maybe it's something they can carry on and, and, you know, make their family proud to be a part of something. I just hope that, you know, they realize that uh, it, it's, it's, a, it's a grind. And you know, hard work is the only way uh, to success. There, there is no substitute. They will find that out. I promise you, along the way, that you, there is no shortcuts. So that's uh, that's what my that's what my news was for for this week. Was for them my announcements to talk about those two, and and uh, it's sort of. Sort of been a like I said a sad time, but uh, let's uh, let's get a quick break from uh, Brandy here on the 
H and D therapy, and then we'll answer a couple questions. Hi, I'm Brandy, owner of H and D Therapy. We are certified PEMF therapy as well as equine massage therapy with certifications in human, small animal, and equine. I have been using pulse electronic magnetic field technology for over 10 years. This technology is helping people and all animals with making their lives happier and healthier. H&D therapy helps all athletes of any sport by using PEMF to aid in enhancing their performance. PEMF therapy and achieving peak performance go hand in hand. When the athlete's muscles are at their best condition, peak performance is easier to achieve. We can help with improving energy, help pain management, accelerate healing, reduce inflammation, help strengthen bones, increase circulation, and increase oxygen levels in the blood, and many, many more benefits to have a healthier body. Come find us on Facebook and the web at hndtherapy.com or call 865-456-1976 to make an appointment or get more information. All right. Thank you, Brandy. It's good to, good to see her this weekend. <clears throat> Worked on several of these girls and um, good products she's got there, no no doubt about it. Uh, I've been uh, had several several treatments myself, not none really here of late, but I I've had several. Uh, so uh, yeah, but it's a it's a good product and. Uh, I'm not sure if we got Harv on the line or not, but if uh, uh, she's on there, she can come in, or if she was, I'm not sure. But you know, one of the questions is, uh, you know, why, why all of a sudden, you know, would we get rid of get rid of the team and league? And man, I'll tell you, you just can't imagine how much. Uh, how much work there is, I can't tell you enough. Uh, people can't imagine uh, what you go go through uh, with with owning both of them. One's tough enough, much less two, and the stress of it. I mean, just literally the the stress every day of you know you got to separate them and try to manage them and control them. And, you know, the teams of the 501c3 nonprofits, leagues don't make any money and you can't make anybody happy. And, uh, you know, it just seems like that you, that's all you need to be able to do and, you know, be able to run it without funds pretty much. And, you know, it just come down to, to or it needed, uh, you know, needed to uh, be, be done, you know, so I'll, um, I'll, I mean, not we're sad about it, really, it's, uh, you know, not not something that we tended, you know, we thought about it, talked about it, and, you know, it just come down, and it was the right situation, and, and so we... Uh, we decided to do it, and I wish you know these six girls the the best of luck, and they'll find out along the way of how hard it is and how much uh, 
how many people, you know, all these people you depend on all this time. Uh, you think, oh, yeah, they'll help. Yeah, everybody says, oh, I'll be, I'll be there. Yeah, you got me in. You'll find real, find out real fast who's really involved and, and who ain't. So, uh, anyway, that's, you know, it, it was just time. I said it's been, you know, something we thought about for a while and it just seemed to happen and come in at the right time. So we just decided to do it. And, you know, Jennifer wants to play, then she can play and, and, uh, that'll be, be the extent of it. So do we ever get hard? BJ, it's hard to ever get on there. Yeah, I thought she was. I'm not sure, but, uh, you know, these, uh, these, these girls, they'll, uh, they've never owned anything like this. They're, they've got the potential. They're all players. They've all got different mindsets and, and things of that nature. So they'll, uh, they should succeed if they get together and work at it hard enough and can bring six brains together to, uh, uh, you know, to, to think like one. So <clears throat> we'll see. But I've got one of them on here now. Harv, I think you're there. Hey, I'm here. Well, tell tell everybody, tell us about how excited you are about about this situation. I'm going to probably tell you this is the first time in my life I'd ever been speechless when you asked me. I can't remember a time I ever got nervous or couldn't say a word about it. So <laughs> it's, it's it's pretty it's pretty neat. It's, it's definitely something I wasn't expecting. Yeah, well, I'm I'm excited for you girls and and yeah, I don't I've never seen you speechless ever. Uh <laughs> but no, any anyway, <clears throat> it's a golden opportunity uh, for for all y'all. I mean, the sky's the limit. I mean, how many people could you know be have the reins handed to them of an organization that's that's won seventy eight percent of their games, two championships, and you know retain most of the players. You know, and that's another thing. You know, you retain most of you players and you know to have an opportunity to uh get in a league you know that y'all want to be in whichever one that may be and and see where you you know your chips fall and um you know it it, i'm telling you it couldn't be i know it's not the you know the nfl or nothing but you know you got to start somewhere and, and you know just what a great opportunity to start with the program like this. Yeah, I just I just hope the you know the rest of the team and then the league that we get into kind of buy into us and you know take us as seriously as we're taking this because you know we hit the ground running and you know as soon as it was kind of made public to our you know at least to the six of us and then public to the team you know we we went to work get, trying to get organized on who was going to do what and what needed to be done and you know even like today you know we were all, we've we talked we've talked every day since 
you know, you've asked us to take these positions on and do these things for our team. We, we've talked every day. We've set out for, you know, who who needs to do what. And, you know, with even though all of us are, are at work or, you know, going to go to work later in the day, we still try to get together. You know, Tweed's out. She's She's gone on a cruise. But, you know, she still checks in with us just to see, um, you know, what's been said, if there's anything she needs to do. And, and I know when she gets back, she's going to, you know, just pick up right where, right where we left off. So it, it just, you know, hopefully everybody will buy into us that we're as serious as, as, as we are shocked because I definitely, you know, definitely something none of us were expecting, none of us even had ever thought about. You know, I don't even think anybody even imagined you and Jennifer not not running the team. So, you know, the emotion behind you guys just kind of stepping back a little bit, just kind of handing the torch off is, is pretty high. And I hope the rest of the team understands that, you know, we're going to do what's best for everybody. It's not it's not the Amanda show. It's not the Lydia show. It's, it's you know, we're the Thunder. And we're going to, we're going to do what's best for everybody. Well, you, you have to. I mean, that's, that's just it. People don't realize. And y'all are finding out firsthand. I mean, this has been in the making for a couple of weeks for you girls, but the team just found out and, you know, everybody socially wise is just finding out tonight. I mean, we haven't went public with it to then. I mean, I kept it under my hat from anybody except you girls, me and Jennifer did. And, uh, you know, I did, honestly, I, you know, I can't think of, you know, a better opportunity for y'all. Um, I know the six of you really well, and you know, I know there's going to be things that y'all probably do that I wouldn't do. Uh, you know, you're probably going to uh, go different routes a lot of times than I would wouldn't do. Maybe they'll turn out for you. If not, you'll learn from your mistakes. Because trust me, we made plenty. And, you know, we learn from those. And that's what you have to do is don't keep making that same mistake. And, and as long as you do that, you're going to be successful. I don't care what you do. As long as you don't keep making the same mistake over and over and over like we know of other teams in our area do. I mean, it's just the same old thing over and over. you got to change something sometimes and go a different route and, you know, when you make these mistakes, you got to realize you made them. Say, oh, my gosh, I can't do that again. And that's why, you know, for the six of you is, you know, you will all make that mistake, you know, whereas me and Jennifer, you know, would make it or, you know, she'd leave a decision up to me to to make the final decision. And sometimes it was right and sometimes it wasn't. And, you know, there's there's no looking back. Once you make it, you make it. And then if it's wrong, it's, well, you know, that's a learning uh, process. And, you know, that's that's what you do. And, I mean, it's just like playing, you know. You, you succeed by your failure, you know what I'm saying. And you, you learn more from your losses than you do your wins because you realize where you got to do, you know, what you got to do to get better. So, It'll definitely be a learning process for all of you. Um, you know, the fact that you all are really excited about it and, and buying in on it, that's that's the, the best part. If you stay 
excited and hungry to to have a good organization and win football games, you won't have any problem. I think it's the best thing is that we we all had came in, you know, at some point last year. I'm probably the newest one of the six on the team. And so, you know, I knew what I had to do just based off the hard work that was done before me. And that's the same thing in this ownership is, you know, you and Jennifer passed off a well-oiled machine, you know, Y'all, y'all had it all under control as far as funding and running the league, running the team, making sure everybody got what they needed out of, you know, out of everybody and having everybody show up doing their thing. So, you know, when you can pass the torch off and you're not far behind or you're not rebuilding or anything, we're not having to rebuild. We're just, we're just continuing on. And, you know, you and Jennifer told us that you, you're definitely going to be there for anything that, any help that we need or, you know, any advice or any of that stuff. And, and, you know, when you guys started out, y'all didn't have that. You might have had people you knew that did the same thing and they could help you out a little bit, but you didn't have an already organized team that, you know, had wins and championships and uh, the same coaching staff for multiple years, the same players for multiple years. That That's a lot of things that these that a lot of these teams don't get. And it's not, not necessarily because they're bad teams. It's just, you know, people's lives changes with us not getting paid a dime to do any of this stuff. You know, it makes it hard when you have to take that job that pays a little bit more or something. So, you know, there's a lot of reasons that, that players don't come back. But the fact that we had, what, 18 players come back from the 2019 season, and then we've got, you know, several that will be coming back once scheduling works out with their jobs and things. So, you know, we we've... We've got it easy as far as as far as getting the team together and making it work. We've got it pretty easy. Is that you know you guys are just kind of sitting back and kind of letting your kids play in the playground and letting us you know make our mistakes. Also being there to you know kind of guide us in our way. So you know we we're, we're, we've got it easy. And I, I'm, I've said that a few times. Just I you know I couldn't imagine starting a team from the ground up, trying to get funding, trying to get sponsorships, trying to. You know, it's hard enough. It's just trying to find somebody's phone number or email address to call or, or talk to. And then, you know, sending an email, it, it could it could be answered or it won't. You know, I'm still waiting on an email from a couple leagues to see what their information is. And, and you know, I, I, I'm getting a little nervous because it's getting close to the end of the year. And I want to get us in a league so that we can start practicing and, and preparing for the teams that we've got to be on. So, you know, it's it's. It's going to be pretty cool, I think. I think it's going to work out really well. And I think all the people, you know, that's involved with us, as far as, you know, the, the six of us and you and Jennifer and then the rest of the team, you know, it takes all of us to make it work. And I think it's going to be pretty good. Yeah, people don't realize how much, um, you know, how many people it takes to, to pull this stuff off. And I'll, I'll promise you this, I would never, ever, Start another team from scratch. You can, you can bet on that, man. You t- you don't even, you can't even imagine how hard that is. And the, you know, the the fact that, you know, you said it about people and their jobs and, you know, working out that the, these teams, to me, in women's football, that have what I would call. Dynasty programs, you know, you got the the Boston team up there, you got DC Divas for years, and this Texas Elite team, and this other league, and uh, all those with what they're 
able to retain year in and year out is a, is is amazing to me. Uh, when I just told you earlier the staff that in five years with this coming up season for the Thunder being the sixth year, in those six years you will have never had the same quarterback back-to-back years. And for these teams to retain all these players year in and year out and go dominate their their opponents for all these years, it, it's amazing because I, I see it that, you know, people have to get a better job and, you know, it may not suit them. But, you know, the, the thing for me was always this that is is you know my my approach when when I was uh, you know for years I didn't even hold a job all I did was team rope and my approach to to that was that you know if if I put more hard work in roping that's less of a job I had to have to, to uh, work and you know for for some of these girls, you know, taking a job, if you really want to play, and this is just, I'm just telling you my opinion, that, you know, the window of opportunity is is not always there. I don't care who you are. I mean, like I talked about Tom Brady, we're seeing it come to an end, whether you want, everybody wants to acknowledge it or not. But the window of opportunity to take advantage of situations like this for women's football and you to be on a good team. Sometimes when I tell y'all you have to make sacrifices, maybe it's you sacrifice a dollar an hour or whatever to have this job that suits you so you can play because when you decide to quit playing, (coughs) there's going to be opportunities there. That's just my opinion because then – then you're going to wind up, you know, later in life saying, man, here I worked this meaningless job. It, I mean, it might have paid more. I hate it and all that. Uh, and, and then I missed out on all this football. So for me, I look at it different than most people because there there's not many chances in life you get to do this kind of stuff, especially for you girls that have wanted to play for your whole life and you don't get an opportunity, then when you do get it, this seems like to me you got to do everything under the sun to make sure it'll happen. So when you start building those teams from scratch and you, you start finding these girls that, hey, I want to play, but, you know, it really, I love to play, but, you know, you might as well just run them off at that point in time. And, you know, I've did plenty of that. You know, no, I didn't tell them to leave, but, they run themselves off, but once you hear it enough, you know, it, it's over. So, to me, I think you got to make, you know, those sacrifices. You've heard me say it forever. I know you make sacrifices because you got a, a husband and two small kids. Lydia's got, I don't even know how many kids. I can't keep up with them. Um, you know, then Tweed's got three kids. Um, the others, The others don't have any. Uh, so I, I understand, you know, 
certain people make sacrifices. And when you look around and you hear somebody that doesn't have any kids or or a, or a spouse or a maid or whatever you want to call it, and they're acting like that, you know, making a little job sacrifice or making a sacrifice to come to practice, you know, if it offends me and I don't even have that kind of stuff, but for you, for you girls that have a husband and two or three kids or a mate and kid or whatever. And, and they're, they're, they're saying, well, I don't know if I can fit it in. And here y'all are fitting it in and have to bring your kids to practice and, you know, get somebody to watch them. And I mean, you look at just like yours, you talking about you sent me a picture today. You didn't even, pay no attention, I'm sitting there talking, there she is sitting over beside of me. That's that's the kind of sacrifices that you want to see everybody make. And when you when I talk about not having those back to back quarterbacks, but yet these other teams retain fifty players plus, that's amazing. Yeah, and, you know, football is always the sacrifice because it's, it's a never-ending sport. You're always conditioning. You're always practicing. You're always, you know, watching film or something. Even, you know, the men, when they play, you know, even as low as high, as high school level, it's, it's practice or gym or, you know, workout every day, and then they might get a few weeks off because of, you know, certain rules or whatever, but you know, as soon as, as, soon as it's back open, they're, they're back into the, the gym. They're back into weightlifting and, and, you know, making it happen. And there's a lot of women on our team that, that don't have kids. There's a lot of women who do. But, you know, we, we it's just one of those things that I, this is my childhood dream. This is something I've always wanted to do. It's something I, you know, basically kind of in my early 20s just said, well, this is never, you know, it's never going to happen. It's nothing, will, nothing will ever come to this. Maybe I'll have a kid that that'll play and I get to be the football mom. And or maybe my kid will be in the band or in cheerleading or something to where I can you know be in that atmosphere. But then you know when the opportunity came to come and play, I, I, I actually was pregnant with Kobe when I found out about women's football. And so I was like, as soon as as soon as I can, I'm, I'm getting into this. And so you know I talked it over with with Bobby, and and you know he's like, if you want to do this, this is this is what you can do. I'm sure he don't like giving up every week or, you know, a couple of that couple days a weekend or something. Uh, but, you know, he's there for me and he's watching the kids or if he's at work, I, you know, there's, there's always somebody's uh, girlfriend or boyfriend or something there to, to kind of hang out with my kids and, you know, keep them to, at least in eyesight. And, you know, now they're, now he's even trying to get involved with it a little bit. He's, he's kind of practicing with us and both of them will warm up with me. So, you know, sacrifices aren't necessarily sacrifices if if you can get everybody to enjoy it. And, you know, Bobby enjoys coming to the games. He, he likes coming to the practices when, you know, he can get the kids out and they can be involved. And he likes being involved with, you know, the team. So, you know, we're not – I don't really see it as, as a huge sacrifice until, you know, I see the loads of laundry that I need to do or something like that. But, you know, we just kind of make it happen. And, you know, people – People just have to figure out how to make it happen, and that's that's when sacrifices aren't sacrifices anymore, and it's just the way your life goes. And so, you know, we go to work every day. We leave the house about eight o'clock in the morning. We don't get home till sometimes about eight o'clock in the evening. We get to see our kids about two hours a day. You know, unless one of us gets off early or takes a day off, 
the weekends are our time with our kids, but you know, I'd I'd rather the kids see me active in something so they know they could be active in something than to sit around the house playing on phones or watching TV. So you know, it's just it's just how you look at it. It's it's an eye of the beholder kind of deal, whether or not you're going to make it work or whether or not you're going to make it hard on everybody else. And you know, with the other team that I was playing for, it was making it hard on everybody else. I wasn't getting home till one o'clock in the morning, two or three times a week, and and not even getting to make practices, you know, for the whole practice. So, I, I think I think this is this is like the best situation I could be in and still live my dream and and have the things that that I want to have, you know, with my family and do the things. And I I know there'll be there'll be the occasional times when I've got to say, you know, this I've got to go do this with the family and. I've got to put football on hold for, you know, a weekend. It's going to suck, and it's probably going to get me some extra workouts. But, you know, there's just times when you got to sacrifice what you got to sacrifice. And we, just, we just make it happen. And I think if everybody's got that mindset of, you know, let's just breathe, let's just all work together and make it happen, it'll work. So I'm, I'm looking forward to this season. I think it's going to be it's going to be stressful, I'm sure, but I think it's going to be really fun. And I think it's going to be really nice, you know, kind of seeing the backgrounds of everything. Uh, you know, I told you before I was wanting to talk to Jennifer about trying to help her, you know, at least take some of the load off of her because I knew she was working so hard. And, you know, with all the hours that she's physically working at her jobs, it's, I knew it was going to be nearly impossible to try to keep everything going at once. To, and she didn't even enjoy the Titans game because of how everything went. So, you know, that made my decision of I need to take something off of her. And so I'm really, I'm really happy and, and humbled and, and everything that, you know, I was even considering – Considering that you you know, y'all have only known me about eight months. I just came to the league, you know, this team back in April. And so to know that you see more of me in eight months than most of my, you know, workers and, and bosses do and years of working with them, it means a it means a lot. And so I don't want you to think I take it lightly or just gonna take off and run with it. This this is something I'm you know, I'm gonna baby it and make it work. Yeah, well the Titan game was pretty much the final straw because, you know, that was like the highlight of the season was go see Mahomes play. And then, you know, with the ticket deal that turned out to be the Titans fault, she didn't even get to see the none of the game. And, uh, you know, and it's just, it is just too much for, for one person to handle, but, you know, for, for you and, and the girls, the, the six, the other five of you is the one thing you've got is supporting cast from your from your family, uh, from your spouse, your your mates or your kids or whatever. Each one of you has, you know, they they support you. Uh, you know, Bobby loves football and sports, and you know, like Nashavia, Johnny, and her and her his her mom, uh, you know, love it. Lydia, of course, with playing and their kids are active in sports and she gets the support and uh tweed like i said Aaron, he's a he's a great guy and, and he supports her and lots of things and her kids and then caitlin's whole family you know they were at the game and come to all the games and junior even though her family's uh up north forever she had more people come to the games than anybody but you know, just her attitude and, uh, you know, it's, it's just, you just got to have that kind of stuff and you got to have that support and cast behind you, but you also got to have the, 
the commitment, you know, and, you know, the a priority. Now, when I say priority, I don't mean for Amanda Harvey and the other five to put football before your job because that's crazy. But, you know, it, it is a priority uh, to to be a player and, you know, to be on a team that's good and successful. And if you want to be successful, it has to be a priority that you have to commit to. And, you know, it's, uh, you know, it's become that you got to practice so dang much to stay competitive because, listen, I mean, anybody watched that game that uh, we played against the Sting down there, they was some hitting going on that thing, boy. So, it, you know, it better be uh, high up on up, up on your, you know, priority list or, or you're going to be left behind. So, you girls definitely got to, you know, like I said, the supporting cast behind you and, and the drive, you know, to want to see it, see it go places. And, and I think that's going to be a, a key for you down the stretch. It definitely is. It's 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 really nice to see, you know, the, the family show up and, and get, you know, not a lot of people take our sport seriously that I've talked to until I've started talking to them. You know, I work in the public every day and they they all come in and I always have a bracelet, my bracelet on for the, for the Thunder. And then, you know, now I'm wearing my championship ring that we've got it in. And now I've got people coming and going, well, when's that going to start? I'd like to come see that. You know, I, I was researching it a little bit online. I, I didn't know you guys had such a had such a winning record and, and this and that. And, you know, then I got people coming in and they're, they're just like, well, hey, we heard you play football. And so, you know, tell us about that. So, you know, I see about the same 1,400 people, give or take, every month. And every month they ask me, you know, what's new with the team? What's new with the team? And I've, I've bit my tongue not to tell anybody that, you know, I've I've been uh, bestowed upon this ownership spot, you know, because I, I I, it's still a little surreal to me too. Just you know, it, it's a it's a new thing that even though I'm working on it every day, I send emails, make calls and stuff while I'm at work. You know, I step into the back and just send an email real quick. But you know, it's something that it's 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 taken over, and I'm I'm going to run with it wide open. And I work on I've got a notebook where I'm keeping my notes of what I need to do the next day. And you know when people come in, I just talk to them, and that that's opened their opened up eyes to fourteen hundred people or so that's heard me talk about it. And then I'll have customers come in that will tell you know other customers like, hey, did you know she plays football? It's real football with real pads and real hitting. And so it's kind of, it's opening the eyes if, if we just talk about it. And I I think this year, um, you know the VFW and Rogersville is already wanting to want me to post my schedule up, you know, for them. And, let us know if we're going to do like a veterans night and everything. So I'm, I'm expecting, I'm expecting a lot of people to show up. I may, I may be highly disappointed, but you know, I, I like, I like at least to feel like they're going to come and, and do what, what they say. But you know, this is just, it's, it's a new thing to my area. You know, like where I live here in Sneville, there's three or four little girls that played little league football. But other than that, they, you know, girls playing football doesn't happen here. So I'm I'm glad that there were some little girls in the in little league and and so I'm hoping maybe next year I can kind of get involved with the little league and kind of spread the word a little bit more and just let it grow and grow and grow and that's where you start you start at the bottom and you work your way up 
And so you guys, we're not even starting at the bottom with this team. You know, you guys have, you guys did all that groundwork and laying the foundation. All we got to do is just, you know, modify the building and make it and make it work and make it open and get more people involved with it. Exactly right. But, well, I wish y'all the best. Hey, I appreciate you coming on and talk to us about it. And uh, like I said I'm excited for you and the opportunity that it brings. And uh, I uh, wish y'all the best for the 2020 season. So, Amanda, thanks for coming on. I appreciate it. And uh, I'll talk to you in a day or two. Um, All right, so, thank you. Yes, yeah, thank you. And I appreciate everybody for listening, bearing with me. Like I said, I got the group. So uh, next week I'll try to have those uh, college bowl games in hand. and We'll talk to them. Till next week, I'm Coach Johnson. See you later.